Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels here with The Real Hauntings Podcast. And hey guys, it is JJ. Um, and just a little uh, disclaimer here: I am uh, recording from my porch, so you might hear some birds chirping. You might hear my neighbors' dogs barking. Um, I live with roommates, so we're all kind of trying to make room for each other. And so tonight's my porch night. Uh, <laughs> but uh, super excited to have you all listening in, hopefully safely from home or your car. Yeah, and on this episode, we have Intuitive April. You may remember April from, gosh, I don't know, probably about two months ago, I think we did an episode where April came on and uh, was kind enough to let us interview her and did a little reading as well. April is a celebrity psychic medium from New Jersey. Um, You can find her at intuitiveapril.com. You can also see her on the Holzer Files, uh, which is pretty cool. We checked that out. I think that actually aired maybe the week after you came on last time. Is that right, April? Yeah, I think it was uh, in November, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I guess that was, yeah, what? it was November. <laughs> I know, it was just two months ago, and no, I don't think so. No, yeah, time is so weird now. I have a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Concept. Every morning you wake up, like, what day is it? Oh, I just find myself thinking about, like, oh, remember that thing we did before the locked or not lockdown, quarantine, <laughs> social like isolation, <laughs> I don't know. Lockdown slash quarantine. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you know, something that was just a couple months ago. I'm like, is that, was that even real? Like, did that even, was there life like this before? Or yeah. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it, it is really strange. Like uh, I've got a newborn and uh, well, he's a couple months old now, but it, it really makes time go by even faster because I have something like that I have to take care of every day, you know, and I really lose track. I'm like, wait, is today Wednesday? Stay Thursday. When, when did this happen? And so I've been watching a lot of like TV and movies while I keep him. And it is strange. I don't know if you guys have had this when you watch media now, like when you see people hanging out or like touching their face or like hugging, it makes me cringe a little bit. I'm like, wait, do they not know they're going to catch the plague? What are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, it definitely does help to have like something to like nurture and take care of through this. Like, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't having to nurture my sourdough starter to help every day and take care of that little baby. I'm sure it's exactly what you're going through. Same thing. April, what about you? What have you been doing to stay busy during the quarantine? Oh my God, I'm busy. I'm doing readings like every day, nonstop. Are you doing a lot of uh, psychic readings over Zoom, April? Yes, I am. I love it. Especially if I do mediumship because I like to look at the people because I could see people around them. Like I know one of you uh, has an older woman and I think it's going to be for you, JJ, complaining about your hair. (laughs) Like, <laughs> yes uh that is definitely my mom yeah uh, yeah um yeah and and the beard to shave that um you know well, what can i do all barber shops are closed at least for now so just trying to get by about your clothes too um no no well your mom's here or no i was just zooming with her though um like no, no, no. this is something that's passed so 
this might be grandma. Oh, oh yeah, she's very much alive. All right. but... Yeah, I was gonna say no. This is somebody that's passed. Um, oh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm sure some just some past relative is yeah. looking down and embarrassed about my hair. Woman, but this is an older woman, so. Um, mm -hmm. Feel like they would have something with clothing with you. I don't know if they sewed your clothing or make reference to holes in your clothing. Um, not that not anyone I can think of that has passed. Uh, both of my grandmothers are still alive, and yeah. you know, other than that, I I don't know. Maybe my my great grandmother, I guess, made my Christmas stocking. Um, no, but, no, it's not that. But that doesn't have a hole in it, so yeah. it's still intact. No, no, it's not that. This is your clothes, something with your clothes. Um, also, that, like, what I'm just saying, reference to your clothes. I don't know if it's tie dye stuff, they don't like it, or something. You know, and I might, I might fit the type, but I do, I do own some tie dye. I do have no, a lot of clothes with holes in them. So I have a ton of tie dye. I if, love tie dye. Yeah, if so, there's a ghost I, relative of mine looking down on me, they probably have a lot to complain about <laughs> with my clothes and hair. So, so April. You had mentioned uh, prior to us going on the podcast that you've been taking some classes, be, you know, like kind of in your spare time. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I like to keep up on my A game, you know, learn new techniques and talk to other mediums. So right now, like I'm doing one with uh, Cindy Kazar from the Holster Files, which is That's so awesome. funny how we keep running into each other. And when I filmed the Holster Files, I, I did not meet her because she didn't film the night I did. So it was pretty crazy. I met her probably, um, Three weeks afterwards, after the show, after I filmed. And what, what has that experience been like for you after being on TV um, and being on the Holzer Files? Uh, it's still the same, you know. <laughs> Life is the same, but, you know, a lot more calls, a lot more yeah. people, a lot more crazy people. <laughs> <sighs> Craziness spectrum's just shifting in general well, right now. Is, you know, um, it's that they're like, They'll follow me on Instagram and they feel like they can call me on Instagram, on video Instagram. Oh, weird. I didn't even realize that was a feature on. I didn't either. Yes, yeah. I, I didn't realize it either until some woman like kept calling me 10 times in a row. Oh my gosh. I'm like, can you block people on that? And you can mute them from doing that. Wow. Which I learned. Yeah. <laughs> That's well to our fans that are listening to this episode. We love uh, y'all interacting with us on social media, but please don't call us. That's oh. you know, we have private lives. Yeah. So. Don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know now I have a stalker too. Oh my no, gosh, get out of here! Writing me uh, love letters. Oh. oh no, oh yeah, don't I, you know, that's a, something I haven't thought about. Um, during this whole thing is like opening up mail from other people. Like, can you, is that something that we're like supposed to be disinfecting our mail? Yeah. You know, I know. Right. I didn't actually get mail. I'm getting email. So. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, email the, should be safe. I don't think it can catch yeah. COVID. But no, Socially no, distant. With the, the mail. Like should we Lysol it first? Yeah. I don't we know. have been, I mean, We'll either do that or we'll let stuff kind of sit for a couple of days, you know, like especially with Amazon deliveries and stuff, unless it's something urgent to bring in. But Oh, no, not us girls. We can't wait. <laughs> no, we don't care. We'll, we'll, we'll sacrifice. 
<laughs> well, April, since the last time we saw you, uh, what are some like interesting medium psychic moments you've had since November? Oh, just recently, you know, I do live readings on Instagram, like uh-huh. um, once a week, or I do it on Tuesday nights. And um, I was reading somebody, but as I was reading, I kept hearing somebody say, Alice. So as I'm scrolling, because I'm trying to read everyone's, you know, replies, and I see a woman named Alice. And right away, so I click on her. I, and I, I type back to her, I said, I, I see dolls. I said, what is with the dolls? I'm seeing lots of dolls. Her, her grandmother, uh, no, I'm sorry, her mother passed and left her, you know, they left everything. She had 500 dolls. 500 oh dolls. JJ, you wow. have 500 dolls, right? Yeah. Yes, but they're all from the Star Wars franchise. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know if you're joking. <laughs> I'm partially joking, yes. It's not quite 500, and it's not in my current house, but yeah. No, well, these are like antique dolls. You know, dolls sit in dresses, and she used to make the dresses. That's what, that's what she was showing me. She would even make the shoes. So wow. crazy. I thought that was weird. And and then recently I just did a reading where um the couple was murdered. And um yeah, it was pretty Yeah, so it was pretty gruesome. You did a reading on somebody else and, and a couple that have been murdered contacted you or somebody? Uh, no, no, no. Um the person they did the reading for used to work for them. Mm, uh, and they were trying to communicate to her. Yeah. They I wasn't seeing like um how it was happening, then all of a sudden, like I see somebody hiding out like waiting for them and then i knew it was a relative and i just saw like the the act and i said oh my god these people were stabbed to death like brutally wow yeah and and when you say you saw the act is is that like a mental image that you're seeing in your head that you communicate to them it'll be like a like a short movie and then it's just like still images or they'll just show me like um I was just seeing knives, so I knew they they were stabbed. Like I wasn't seeing like the the scene happen because then I'm I'm out, I'm done. I don't want to see that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh I just and I I just know like you 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 know I know things. I just feel it, or I'll just see glimpses, like, or they'll show me like little pictures. You know, yeah. sometimes I <laughs> somebody showed me like a, a a crayon drawing. To show me like a map. Uh-huh. It was weird. It was somebody's father that came through. And the last time he had seen his daughter, she was a little girl. Aww. It was weird. He was, and he was showing me like he was, he drew himself as a cartoon cop. Like this is how, it's weird how images come in. So April, I know uh, most of the stories you've shared with us uh, from last podcast and this one, they're usually like pretty positive stories where you've been able to connect people or help people. Are yeah. there any stories where you've been talking to somebody and it's, it's made you almost uncomfortable because what you've seen or heard from the other side? Um, no, no, actually it hasn't. Um, that would be usually when people cross over, there's nothing negative. There's a, they'll show you how they pass. Like if it was a suicide, usually in suicide, they won't show me. Hmm. They, won't, they won't tell me because um, I don't know if they're ashamed or they don't want to discuss it. But usually it's positive. When they cross over, it's nothing but positive messages, you know, that they just want to relate to them or, you know, where the money is. No. <laughs> <laughs> where the ex is in the backyard with the buried treasure. 
Oh, wait, I did. Wait, now I think of it. I got to tell you, I just did this reading two weeks ago. This is beautiful. I read for this uh, young mother of two young girls and her boyfriend came through and he's the father of these two girls. So during the reading, all of a sudden he shows me a, a box and he opens it up. It's an engagement ring. So I said, oh my God. I said, he's shown me an engagement ring. I said, and then all of a sudden he got down on his knees and I said, oh my God, he's proposing to you. And she's crying, she's bawling and she gets her composure and she goes, she found out after his passing two weeks before he bought her an engagement ring and was planning on proposing to her. Wow. Oh, wow. That's really sweet. He did mm. In the afterlife. Oh, so yeah. that's a, uh, it's sad, but it's beautiful yeah. at the same time. How, um, how relatable is the movie The Sixth Sense to you? Have you seen that movie? Yes, yes. Because, I mean, the whole thing, you know, I, I guess spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but like, you know, that the kids helping the ghosts kind of finish unfinished business or like resolving things. Do you feel like that's mostly what, you know, I guess spirits are looking for? Yeah, they get messages across, you know, just to clear up their lives and to move on. Um is it really, for, especially for children, because when I was younger, I was able to see them clearly, you know, you see an apparition. But as you get older, you start losing that, and it's more that I could see it mentally in my head. Because hmm. when I was a kid, it was, I was traumatized. Like, you know, I would get visits, but not from good spirits. They were mean. So uh, they, would, they would scare the hell out of me. They would, um, there was this gray man that would always come to my room, like up to the door, and he would never, for some reason, he couldn't uh, cross the threshold, but he would stand there. Him, I wasn't seeing physically, but I see in my head, and I knew it was a man in gray suit, really tall, thin. Um, so then um, there was a bunch of things. Like sometimes they would mimic my mom's uh, voice and call me while I was sleeping. So I'd wake up thinking my mom's, I know it's creepy. I got chills. Yeah. Yeah. And I would wake so up nice. in the middle of the night, like at the top of the stairs in the pitch black, you know, looking for my mom and then find her and she's sleeping in bed. So it's pretty creepy. So with that, I was getting a full apparition of this man that kept trying to appear. And I felt like he was trying to help me. He was in a young man in a bomber jacket, like from the war, but I couldn't see his legs. Then it like, kind of like it cut off at his knees. And I remember telling my mom and I found that my stepdad's brother, Rudolph was killed in the war. They wore the bomber jacket, and they showed me a picture. And I'm like, "That's the man I saw." So he was trying to he was trying to help me. So, wow. And at what yeah. age did you reconcile with yourself? Like, this is a part of my life. This is what I'm going to have to kind of deal with as I move forward. Um, uh, um, I guess in my twenties, you know, it wasn't really a big deal because I you, you can turn it off, like, and go on with your life. It's either you shut it down. And just go on with a normal life. You can do that. I don't know how other people, because I hear other people saying they can't shut it off. I'm like, you can't survive if you're on all the time. There's no way. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't shut it off, would you just, like, see things everywhere you go? I mean, is there, like, any kind of calm, peaceful space? I don't think you could physically keep it on. I don't I've heard people that, and I'm like, I think they're wrong. You know, I mean, maybe it's me. I'm different, but... I know, like, when I prepare for a reading, like, as soon as I, I'm sitting in front of that person, I'm on. When I'm done with them, as soon as I say my goodbyes, I'm done. 
um, you know, mom and wife. Yeah. And speaking of being a mom and wife, as you were kind of growing up when you would um, have boyfriends or, or whatnot, did you always share with them, hey, I've got this gift. Is this something we're going to have to deal with? Or did you kind of keep it to yourself? I think uh, not all the time because anyone looked like a freak, you know. So um, there was one uh, and he turned out to be a bad boyfriend. Mm. And I was. A spirit kept trying to come between us all the time. And would tell me things about him, you know, like, and he wasn't a good guy. So I'm like, thank God. So that was like, that was the only time I really never had a problem with them interfering too. So, but, but this guy, yeah, it was weird. Um, every time like we were next to each other, I would always feel something between us trying to like block me from them. Yeah. And it told me that he cheated on me. So I did. <laughs> oh, wow. I know it's pretty crazy. That was a hundred years ago, but I remember that. And I remember confronting him and I said, the girl lives in the yellow house, doesn't she? So you pick up. He said, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Cue the X-Files music. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really interesting. So, you know, obviously we've had a lot of um, guests on our podcast and we've heard a lot of different stories. We had one not too long ago um, with a lady in Texas who worked at a funeral home um, who... Or am I getting them confused? I don't know. We had an episode recently where somebody saw like shadows, a lot of shadows with yeah. like, and she would see like specifically one of them had, would have like bright color eyes and she could tell that some of them were children. And is that something common that you hear sometimes in, in talking to people? Have you heard oh, yeah, absolutely. shadows? I do like, um, I also do investigations uh, and I also, you know, do private homes if they're having, you know, any type of hauntings. And the last one I did was in Long Island and when I walked into the house, I could see, well, I wasn't seeing it right there, but I was getting in my head that they were seeing shadows, little shadows running past behind the couch. Mm. And I asked them, I said, are you seeing something run behind the couch? And they're like, oh my God, yeah, we see these little shadows. I don't like the shadow people, a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. What, like what is that about? Why? I mean, I don't, not that you have to have all the answers, but like what, what do you think there's a difference between you know, uh, a fully formed apparition or a shadow person or all these different things? Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, I'm also a ghost hunter, so I do investigations. And I've come to realize from doing this that the shadows are actually manifest. Most, probably 90% of the time is a manifestation from one of the people. Like it's like a poltergeist. And that energy usually is produced from someone's energy. From a living person or from someone who's from a living person? Yeah, from okay. a living person. You know, dealing with some type of anxiety, trauma, and it, that energy manifested into these. It's not a real human person, but it's like an energy field and it manifested into like these shadows. It's like they're, um, I guess their bad side or bad, their uh, bad thoughts or traumas coming out. Like so that. when you, I, I guess when you've like encountered these kind of shadow people, how is, how do you, how are you able to kind of trace like where that energy originates from? You know, that it's hard to say it's, I just know, I feel it. You know, that's part of being psychic too. You just, um, one of the Claire's, that's my strongest one where I just know it's kind of downloaded into my head and I know it. So I knew this was coming from the woman and I was, I knew, and I said to her, 
this is a little private. So what I explained to her what I was seeing, what happened to her. And I'm, but wait, let me tell you something. So now with these manifestations, when you drop that type of energy, is going to bring on um, any dormant spirits that might be might be around too. Mm. So it's pretty crazy. You could start bringing up other spirits. Like when we were there, I brought my team there and we were doing EVPs and we're actually catching a lot of EVPs and we caught a little boy saying, please help me. Now, some of our viewers might be familiar with the term EVP, but could you explain what that is? Uh, electronic voice phenomenon. That's when we can, um, it's a, a device that we use a recorder that is, you know, people actually be using to record like, you know, letters or whatever. And they found out that they can actually capture, um, you know, spirits on there. Like on the sixth sense. When yeah. you turn the volume, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that is in the sixth sense. It sure oh, is, man. yeah. You know, I gotta, one day you have to have my, um, two of the team members I work with, Lourdes and Ron, that they're EVP specialists and they have caught some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah awesome. that would be really great. Yeah. Hey, Rose, one thing, like I'm a somewhat of, I consider myself to be pretty grounded and not like really superstitious, but I, I do notice where, <laughs> I do notice where like, like with omens, I, I'm curious to get your take on this. Like um, when I see a cardinal, I usually consider it to be good luck. And then like, there's a certain number that I tend to see uh, everywhere. And just for example, one day I was going for a run and I saw a dead cardinal um, on the sidewalk right in front of me. And then uh, later that day, I got some bad news. Yeah. But then I had, it was weird because when I saw it, I immediately told myself, like, I've got bad news coming. And sure enough, I found out about a, a health thing that I had to take care of uh, later that day. Um, you know, and, and that could all be coincidence and nonsensical. But, but in your line of work, do you, what are your thoughts and feelings on omens? Um. You know what? It's I do believe in them. Like I hate crows because I think when crows are near you and crowing at you, that's also a sign of someone's going to pass bad news. Mm. But it's how much power you give into it. The numbers are usually personal for you. There's a reason, but it's for you to know. Mm. So you know whether it's somebody's birthday. They do have some meanings, like you know triple twos or like you know angel numbers, the fours. Mm. You know, nine one one. I'll tell you, I'll see that when I know when something. I kept seeing nine one one right before this happened. Oh, so wow. like, but I was scared. I thought it was personal. Right, bef- right before our interview happened. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> oh, god! I was like, I was oh, no. like, get ready. Someone's <laughs> gonna die. No. <laughs> With the pandemic, that's not a number you want to see. No. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, it was like like uh, like right before the pandemic happened. Oh wow. But I was getting nervous. I'm like, please don't be for me. Please don't be for me. But but I did say, um, I don't do like world events or, or, you know, predict like anything like that. But I did kept saying to people that I was doing readings for, I said, January is going to be really bad. I said, for everyone. I said, I don't know. It's going to hit. For some reason, it will hit everyone. Literally everyone. Yeah. I mean, a global pandemic. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. So And it Mm. did. But I said, even astrologically, you know, it was showing that something bad was going to happen. And actually, um, see, Pluto, Pluto is the planet that rules viruses, and it just went retrograde. So that's going to slow it down. That's why you're seeing the slowdown right now. But it's coming back again. 
in the fall. Okay, so I don't know anything about astrology, and we we did have we had the zodiac bitches on for an episode, and I did learn a lot then. <laughs> but what does retrograde mean? Can you explain that to me? It it they say it's like the planet going backwards. It's just actually it's slowing down. Okay. It's, slowing down so it's like you know, when you're taking it easy things are slow and going slow pace you know you need a little break it's just going in slower than it usually does and then it picks up speed at the end of the re- retrograde and goes back into normal i mean so. like the actual orbit is going slower or? yeah i love astrology but i'm not yeah. so <laughs> right yeah i'm not i'm I, i'm not sure how that works with the the physics of it i um I, I think it's that's what it is. It's not actually going backwards because I think people think right. it stops and goes backwards. It's I just like it's how our perspective of it has changed yeah. because of where we are in relation to where. Yeah. So that just happened with Pluto, which like I'm saying, Pluto uh, rules viruses. It, it's in retrograde. So that's why you're going to see the slowdown of the virus start going away. But it picks up speed back in, um, in, in the fall. So you're going to see this pop up again. And in January, there was a Pluto-Saturn conjunction, which is really bad. It's like, you know, boom, something bad's going to happen. And guess what? Something bad happened. It was going to cause havoc. You know, that's what a conjunction does. That is supposed to end in December. So this should be gone by December. Interesting. Yeah. Well, people better get their shit together if we're going to yeah, get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wash your goddamn hands. And it's crazy. Yeah. I've even, I've heard predictions, um, you know, science predictions of it um, resurfacing next winter. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, right. So, you know. It's, it coincides together. It's, it's exactly almost the same thing they're saying that the astrologers are saying. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I wonder, you know, because it is such a, you know, really tragic time right now. And there, there is a lot of, you know, death going on. Do you kind of, does anything feel different to you in terms of like kind of the energies or the vibes? Well, yeah, you know, it's just, if you're picking up the energy of the people, um, absolutely. You know, if I'm talking to somebody that somebody passed from it, you're going to pick up that energy, but like then again, like I'm telling you, I I just go about my business and block that out. You know, as soon as if I'm doing a reading, I turn on. As soon as I'm done, I'm done. I'm just normal mom and wife, and that's it. Unless somebody really bad comes near me. <laughs> but at nighttime, when I'm trying to go to sleep, they do try to, you know, come and. Yeah, I don't like that. I did put a stop to it, but sometimes they, you know, they sneak in. And what can you give us some examples when that's happened? What what happens? Oh gosh, I don't know if I told you in the last show. Um, I I own a two family house, so I had a tenant, and she was an older woman, and I used to you know take care of her all the time. But one night I was woken up in the middle of the night. I think like one one thirty in the morning with a woman screaming in my ear, an older woman. And I'm like, I jump up. I'm like, oh my God, I can't understand what you're saying. Like, that's all I keep saying. I can't slow down. I can't hear you. So I turn on the lights. I'm spooked. I'm scared because this is like, like literally it sounds like somebody standing right next to me screaming in my ear. And um, so I got to turn on the lights on. I go back to bed and she does it again. Ah, ah, this is what she sounds like. So I said, oh my God. So now I can't go to sleep. I'm waiting for my husband to wake up. I'm like, somebody's trying to tell me something. 
and I don't know what they're saying. And, you know, every time I'm not putting two and two together. Now, before two days later, I said, oh, let me go check on Josephine, of course. I go up to the up to her apartment and I can't find her. She never leaves the house. So I'm like, oh my God, where'd she go? She got out. So I'm, I'm walking around, I'm looking in, she has two bedrooms. I look in one bedroom, she's not there, she's not in her bedroom. I go back to her bedroom and I see an arm under the bed. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, she's dead. You know, so I call the police yeah, and she had passed away. She, the, the I talked to the family, um, she had passed away that night between one and three. That's what the, the uh, coroner said. So, oh. but the creepy thing was, I didn't recognize, it sounded familiar to me, but I could, but at the time I'm not thinking that Josephine's dead. She, she had a throat operation. So she, but she would get excited. She would get mad at me sometimes. I'm like, Josephine, slow down. I can't understand you. That was her. And I'm like, when, as soon as I found her, I'm like, oh my God, that was Josephine that woke me up to tell me that she, she passed does. away. Now people keep saying, why was she under the bed? I know that she under the bed. Eh? That's yeah. the creepy. That's, that's why I couldn't find her. I, me personally, I never talked to her about it. I'll feel her around here sometimes, but um, she used to say she wanted to go because was, she was getting older. She wanted to die. And I'm like, Josephine, don't say that. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to find you and it's going to traumatize me. And I think she kind of was trying to like hide herself. herself. Yeah. So I wouldn't see her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the doctor, the coroner said she had um, a heart attack. But right before that, because her arteries are so clogged, it uh, cut off the oxygen, so it makes you hallucinate, like see things. Hmm. So oh, yeah, she might have thought she was seeing things and went under the bed, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so that's scary. Really creepy. Yeah. Yikes. And then others will just like walk in, like um, I'll feel like my. I, I can sense somebody walking near me or near me and I'm like, again, in bed and I feel my bed go down and I sit up and I look to the, the right because I know they're on my right side and I hear a woman go, hey, and I'm like, hey, get out of my house. I'm like, you can't come here unannounced. I, I never found out who it was, but I didn't want to know. So. so what do you tell them if like, you know, you have to like make an appointment or what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I don't have a problem like during the day with that, you know, cause I, uh -huh. you know, cause I do my, my readings of the other show when they need to, but for some reason at nighttime, like, you know, after one, it's like a free for all around here. Yeah. And wait, wait, I guess this is creepy, but not to me. I live next door to a cemetery. Oh yeah. Do you feel like there are more energies and spirits lurking around in the no, cemetery? Not really. No, I thought they're not there. Yeah. They're somewhere happy. Like they want to be around like their loved ones or in, uh, in part of heaven, you know, but they're not going back to the cemetery. Well, and I think we had another maybe it was uh Devin from our episode or maybe this was just him talking to to you and I, but I think I remember someone saying like, "Of course they're not going to be at cemeteries. That's not where they died. Yeah. Like, that's just where they're buried." So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's interesting. They don't stay with their physical body. Yeah. Well, although you know, like I'm telling you, you could do an EVP session anywhere, and you're going to most likely catch a spirit because they're everywhere. You know, and you can manifest. And it's just like when I do a reading, 
they're not really waiting for me. Like, I'm calling them in. I'm bringing them in. And they're going to stop by for a little while and then go about their business. But, you know, you can... Some people attract them. I will attract spirit because they know I can read. So... I always say like psychic mediums always have like this. We have a very bright aura, so they they know who we are. Can you see people's auras? Uh, yes, it's not my special. I don't really look at that. Actually, I feel it. Uh-huh. I can see, I see everyone's energy force around them. Can it's you see what color my my aura is? I've never had I've never uh, had someone tell me that before, so I I don't know. But okay. So let me see. So I don't even have to look at you because I feel it. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm seeing a lot of green and yellow around you. Like green is usually like a healer type person, the listener, the, the one that always listens to everyone. Um, you're the one that everyone talks and tells their problems to. But in the same token, I don't think you, because I'm seeing blue around you too, and I feel like you're not expressing you don't completely express everything that you're feeling. I think you keep some stuff to yourself. The yellow, yellow, I just feel like um, it's almost, there's almost like a shyness to you, but there's not where you, not not trusting enough of people yet. You, you know, keep them at arm's length. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a skeptic or something. Like, <laughs> like I'm a skeptic <laughs> of the living and spirits alike. Um, I, I would say that's actually, you know, that sounds yeah. pretty accurate to, to yeah. who I am. I would, you know, I think I'm a, a good listener that, that not necessarily everyone comes and, you know, tells their problems yeah. to, but certainly yeah. like my close circle. Which, you know, there's always that one person that everyone goes to you can talk to. That's mm-hmm. you. Yeah, JJ yeah. is easy to talk to. JJ to me is kind of like an introverted extrovert, if that makes sense. I am very introverted, which honestly, like, you know, this pandemic is tragic and sad, but I've kind but of like it. deep down, I've been enjoying it to like some extent of just not having an excuse to yeah. like cancel plans or something. Ugh, as an extrovert, I hate it. It's so hard. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I said my daughter's an introvert too, and she's loving this. She's loving yeah. high school on 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 Zoom. Yeah. Oh well. I would have loved virtual high school as a teenager. Oh, would have been great. Yeah. yeah. But how do we get validated if we can't perform on stage? I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, April, this is kind of a pie in the sky question, but I am curious since you are essentially a professional medium psychic. What is your interpretation of heaven and hell? Is that something you believe in or, or when people I'm ask you about Catholic. that? I'm Catholic, so. Okay. But, you know, I love all religions, so I respect everyone. Just as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, I don't care. No sacrifices. <laughs> but do you believe there's like a physical plane that people ascend to when they die? Or how yes. do you feel about that? You know how I feel about this? Not the hell that people think it is and certainly not earth well, a little bit <laughs> but there's different levels it's just like as soon as you pass you're going to a life review and you're going to see all the good and the bad things nobody wants to see like it's like don't you hate looking at yourself like after you film right yeah i don't I, even like listening to this jj podcast. i can't even get jj to listen to <laughs> i can't even like listen to myself but look yeah life review. you're forced to watch this you got to see how you affected people and Ugh. you got to realize then you move up it's just like you moving up in a job or moving up in life. You know, it's the same thing with them. 
but there's no there's no fire or anything even well you know even for the truly truly bad ones you know they're gonna be in a darker place you know because heaven is high vibration and it's very happy you know being at low vibration lower level doesn't feel good it feels icky you know when you're not feeling good you know hmm. when you're scared so that's the feeling of it they're kind of being punished but they're dealing with their own energy that they brought out so they have to feel it be humbled and learn from it and then you can move up so as a catholic do you think the um spirits that are communicating with you are um in purgatory um no not all they they all everyone ascends goes on there's a few that i've dealt with um it they're hard actually to communicate with the um the ones that are in purgatory yeah it's like a, a lower energy and purgatory to me is the same thing lower and like a lower level uh-huh it's like you're in you're in the basement where the yeah. ghosts always are you know <laughs> but yeah that that's it the ones um it's hard to when when you do when i do readings because <clears throat> i'm um vibrating at a higher level so um the lower energies aren't at that at that level so i have to bring my energy down and that doesn't feel good so i'm not doing that that's when i do you know my ghost investigations or you know ghost hunting that's when i feel it and that's why i'll be scared when i'm out <clears throat> excuse me so i'll have to um really really protect myself because hmm. even i get scared <laughs> yeah, I so I, last time we talked, April, I told you that throughout my life, I've had instances where I'll get a feeling or a premonition about something, but I, I used to kind of just push that down. But I did have instances where I guess it was kind of like um, maybe I'd had a dream where something happened and then I'd see it kind of play out in real life or I'd be in the moment and get that deja vu to the point where I would know. Yeah, it was almost like experiencing it in third person. Like, say if it had happened with this conversation, I would know what I was going to say, what you were going to say, what JJ was going to say. So you have abilities. I guess I, it it doesn't happen very often. It's maybe only happened like five. Th that specific thing has maybe only happened like five or six times. But you had told me last time to stop ignoring it and you know try to listen to it and tune in. Yeah. And so I've done that, and it, it's been interesting to try to put. I guess, stock into it and not ignore it. And I haven't had a, a ton of instances happen since last we talked, but what I have noticed is really quickly, I get a very strong feeling of whether or not I can trust somebody or, yeah. um, and, and do you think that's something that could be associated kind of with that? Or is that just being intuitive or what do you think about that? No, I mean, intuitive psychics, it's all the same thing. I just always like the word intuitive sound prettier. No. <laughs> It's more feminine. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a gypsy psychic. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, we all have the gift. It's it's like working out. Like you know, um, you know, if you don't work out, you're not gonna have muscles. You know, that's why I still take classes. I'm I stay on my A game. Yeah, but you definitely have something. So. You know, and especially with the dreams, I don't have prophetic dreams, and I mm. love people that do. So I, I have friends that are just regular in life, and, but have dreams that are so accurate. It's it's scary. Yeah, and anyone that I've ever known that has passed to me that is close, um, I've always almost that next day or a couple of days have had a dream where they visit me, and it's 
and so, we just well, talk about their death or what you, you know. I was going to say to you earlier um, that I think you're more of a medium than mm-hmm. you are psychic. Well, you, of course you have to be psychic, but your mediumship is better. Like you would be a great medium. Interesting. What was uh, what would you say is the difference between a medium and a psychic? Um, the psychics, like we do, psychic is easy easier for me. It's a, you're not um, going to a high vibration, but um, you still are, but not for the mediumship. But it, you're doing past, present, future. Mm-hmm. So, right. And, yeah, mediumship is you know talking to people that passed. Sometimes it's hard, even when I'm doing, I'm like, I'm like I don't. Sometimes I can't tell if they're past or if I'm going, or if they're you know because I go. I use both like yeah. possibly could have been um, going psychic with you. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you, I, I w- would not be surprised if someone who, you know, if psychic intuition is, is a real thing, I'm sure my mom is sending out some very heavy psychic vibes <laughs> on my hair. Yeah. The psychic to me is like second nature to me. And yeah. uh, it's, um, I have to sit, you know, I have to, it's like a breathing technique. I have to put myself into the zone at that level, that vibration. And then that's why I like to look at people because I could see who's around you. I could feel an energy around you. And, yeah. it's where they, and it's where they stand by you, where I can tell, you know, if it's the left, it's, you know, mother's side, right father. Behind you, it's going to either be spouse or a very close friend, that a close friendship or aunt. And then the cousins go out further. So there's, there's a placement for them. But sometimes they do whatever they want. I'm yeah. going to do that when I pass. I'm going to mess with people. <laughs> do you ever get spirits that have like a sense of humor? Oh, my God, all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think because I'm very positive, so I attract that type of spirit. You know? So what kind of like funny stuff are spirits getting into? Oh, wait, I'm trying to think. Um, I think one was trying to tell me about somebody that was in the family. <laughs> they were calling them out on their, their hair piece. You know, like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> much like my mom. So. <laughs> I remember, but I know I've had a lot of funny moments with them. Yeah. Like I get really, really positive energy, like, you know, spirits. I don't really get the dark ones. I don't go there, so they're not going to come to me. Do you find that your mood affects um, your abilities? Like if, if you're depressed or sad, will you, will you talk to different spirits or is it not really indicative of the spirits? Uh, no, but they, they say, they say, who are they? But that's <laughs> good to read then. But I can go turn myself on and off, like wherever. I can put myself right in the zone to read somebody and then go back and be sad or whatever. But I'm very rarely sad. The only thing you get things is sometimes, like, like I had a headache today. So like, you know, from after doing readings, like then that makes it hard for me to read. You know, so. Do you ever get nosebleeds after readings, like in movies when you use too much of your psychic powers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that'd be pretty badass. <laughs> no, but I suffer headaches from it. I do mm-hmm. suffer from headaches and it's like right here. I always think, I'm like, I hope I don't get nosebleed because it feels like that. It feels like my head's going to explode. What was oh that gosh. movie where the guy made the other guy's head explode? That traumatized me. Oh, what's the name of that movie? It was an old movie. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, listeners, if you know what movie this is, email it to realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com. That traumatized me seeing it. It was so disgusting. I hate anything gory. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I can do scary and suspenseful, but I draw the line at gory. Yeah. I can't watch people throw up in TV or movies. It makes me feel sick whenever. Yeah. I, I have an intuitive gag reflex, so. <laughs> That's your intuition. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, you have something funny. Like, I, I never did medical. Um, like, that's not my thing because I could never be a nurse or. Yeah. I, I just can't. My sister's nurse. I don't know how she does it. My husband one day, he's like, you really should do medical readings. And I'm like, that's, I don't do medical. I, when, you know, that day I went in and I started seeing all medical problems with people. So now. If somebody asks me, I'm like, I'm like, oh no, I don't want to see this. <laughs> what is the what is the medical reading? Is that like you're using your gift to diagnose people? I'm not diagnosing. Like I'll they'll say like, do I have medical any issues? And what I do is I just kind of scan the body like in my head, and like it'll just like flash like red, or I'll feel something like. I'll feel like there's um, something with the blood. It'll show me something with the blood or. With the liver, yeah. you know, it's like diabetes or something. But huh. I don't really like to do because I'm like I'm not a doctor, so to, you know. Right. Yeah. And so, and I, I mean, I assume that's not like you're working within a hospital, uh, or not, not you, because you don't do the medical readings, but like people yeah. who do it, like do the medical, medical medium, readings. I think does that the medical medium, or I don't know really what he but does. Like, I love him. Yeah. yeah, but they don't work like within hospitals or something, do they? They should. They should yeah. involve that. It would hmm. really help them out. They're great. Like, you know, like Edgar Casey. Look at yeah. the people he helped. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not, I'll have to look that up. I, I know. You should it's so interesting. I mean, with, with any kind of business opportunity, I think, you know, like you always have to be wary of scammers. So, oh, uh, yeah. you know, I would be really, you know, kind of skeptical about what someone said medically of me but at the same yeah. time I, that just really made me think of this story from yeah. when i was in the peace corps um yeah part of our cultural training was uh to like visit this uh, shaman and just kind of learn more about like the native culture and i was asking our peace corps trainer afterwards who also like me is a very skeptical you yeah. know science driven person and i was like do you like believe in any of this and she was like well i didn't but like I had a friend who, you know, she went to a shaman and he told her that she had cancer and she like, you know, didn't believe him. And then six months later she was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, wow. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's maybe that's that, coincidences. I, I, and but I'm maybe. studying to be a shaman now. I just, oh, really? first level, but I wouldn't, I, and I'm doing it just for myself, not for my, with what I do. Uh, where do you, where do you study for that? Um, I, I, it's with this, uh, chief, her name is, uh, Charlie McBride. She runs the shamanic paths. So, um, it's funny how I found her. I would never have thought I would take, like, be taking this type of course, but you know how you, somebody's on Facebook and they make a comment and you're not friends with them and you kind of go on their page to look at them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of doing that and on their computer behind them, I saw something and I saw it was Charlie's website. And I'm like, wow, that looks really interesting. I went on and looked at it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. I love taking classes. So, you know, I contacted and that's 
but she's great. She's hmm. fantastic. You should check her out. Yeah, yeah well, and I guess, I mean, there's like so much kind of, uh, yeah, like, you know, shamanism <laughs> is such a, you know, big prevalent thing in a lot of like kind of indigenous cultures. And I'm just kind of wondering where like that transference of knowledge from like the indigenous knowledge then like goes out into kind of the wider world. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's I don't know. Healing. Yeah. Like healing and it's so interesting. There's so much to it. It's like blown my, totally blown my mind. Now, April, you mentioned that you have a daughter. Um, has she experienced any powers or abilities? She hates it. I'm not even allowed to discuss it with her. Really? Yes. She hates it because she doesn't like it, or she hates it because she has some abilities and she wants to ignore them? I think she doesn't like it. Um, I think she has experienced some stuff that she won't tell me. Okay. I know because when in her room is when I had most of my experiences. Interesting. Oh, really? And I know my mother comes around. So I think she had experienced that. And she won't tell me. She doesn't talk to me. She's going to be 16. They don't talk to you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. We had another medium on the podcast who had a very kind of similar yeah. thing with her daughter and her daughter's relationship to mediumship you know i got the freaky mom but you know I'm, that's why i said to him, i said but i'm so normal looking i'm a normal mom i do the normal stuff you know soccer mom you know and i don't tell it i don't go out and say hey you know i'm like the medium yeah you know, any weird garb or anything you yeah. should buy like a giant robe and to start wearing it just to pretend, <laughs> pretend and be like honey this is my new look done, you know right. just Take a crystal ball with you to the PTA meetings. <laughs> I was the president of the PTA too. Oh, really? <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's funny. Well, they haven't found out. <laughs> yeah. See, I kept it private. I, I kept that part of my life private. So I didn't want my daughter to be teased. Now, um, since we last spoke to you, have you had any interesting um, ghost hunts that you've been on since um, November? Oh, I just did the gallery reading at the Shanley, the Haunted Shanley Hotel. Mm. There again, I love that place. Um, and we did like a five-hour investigation afterwards. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, it was crazy. That that day, I worked at the Woodridge Psychic Fair. You know, uh, New Jersey Paranormal. They run the Parunity event expo. It's huge. They have all the big stars from Ghost Nation. Everyone, the Holzer Files, Amy Allen. I worked there all day, and then I went to the Haunted Shanley. What happened that night? How did things happen? Oh, oh, um, just my usual getting touched, you know, somebody grabbing my shoulder. And I thought it was one of the people I was with. But it was a... I turn around, nobody's there. And I'm like, why? I was, and I'm wondering to myself, and I'm like, why is this girl holding my shoulder? I'm like, does she feel safe for touching me? And when I turned around, nobody was there. And I'm telling you, I felt a hand on me. It was like, it was hot. Somebody was holding my shoulder the whole time. You know, someone grabbed my ass at a dance party once and I turned around and no one owned up to it. And now I'm thinking, well, maybe that was, that was my encounter. JJ, that was your chance to have sex with the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you know what I, I blew was it. Because <laughs> we were talking like medical. JJ, you have to watch for the stomach area or the groin area. I don't know if it's hernias or so just. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, great. <laughs> no, let me know. <laughs> yeah. So, April, I know that um, you've got uh, uh, yeah, some other readings and stuff tonight. Um, before we get you out of here, is there any other information you want to tell us that you see or any words you want to leave with our listeners? Ah, uh, gosh. Not right now. Now I'm feeling not pressured. I just I have to go. Um, let me see. Not at this moment. I'm just telling you, like, what, like, you know, what I was telling you like astrologically is just be careful coming up in the fall with this popping back up. But I, by no means should any, everyone needs to still wear a mask and be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the new norm for a while. Yeah. And keep for sure. Yeah. Well, April, thank you so much for coming back on. It's always yeah. wonderful to yeah. see you. Um, can you t- tell our listeners where they can find you and what you've got going on? Uh, right now I got nothing going on because I can't go out <laughs> now, but they can contact me on intuitiveapril.com. And what's your Instagram handle? Uh, intuitive April and Great. on Facebook also. Awesome. And, and live readings every Tuesday at 8 PM on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Well, audience, you should definitely check her out. We, we really appreciate April being a friend of the show and it's so kind of her to give us some of her time and go over all this stuff as we try to figure it out as skeptics, what's going on with medium and psychics. I always find it super fascinating to be able to talk to them. Yeah. Same. Thank you so much for coming on a second time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I hope to talk to you guys soon. Thanks April. All right. Take all right. care. Thanks. You too. Stay healthy. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well. Okay. Well, no uh, hernias to report from right now. How's your growing feeling, JJ? <laughs> um, gr- um, you know, all good in the groin department. Nothing. I'm not sure what causes a, a hernia, to be completely honest. Does it have something to do with fiber? You I, know, hernia, that's, um, it's from straining, right? I know you can get like sports hernias from like doing like lifting too much weights and stuff like that. Um, gotcha. So nothing to do with fiber, nothing that. Well, maybe if you don't, you know, if you're straining, going to the bathroom, I think you can get a hernia. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I eat a lot of fiber. So I'm like good in that department. I thought you were going to say, Oh, I strain all the time. Cause she's right. All this bread I'm eating, I just uh, got to change it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think, Noah? Are you, uh, you know, do, would you contact uh, April to get a, a psychic reading? A reading? I don't know. I've always, um, not so much from like a skeptic standpoint, I've just always been a little afraid to get a reading. I don't know if it's because I'm worried that I would project too much stock into whatever they tell me, whether it's true or not. Um, and that it may affect decisions I make going forward that maybe necessarily don't need to be affected. You know, um, I do like April a lot. I think she's one of the more fun, uh, repeat guests we have on. She's just very open and like just her, her presence is very fun, you know, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, um, all this stuff is a little weird and it's, it's especially weird for me because I've had little touches of thinking I've seen a ghost before, um, really bizarre deja vu. Like one time at work, I had, I, I, I have very vivid dreams and I'd had this very vivid dream of something going wrong at work. And about two weeks later, I'm in this, uh, work situation where it just hits me like a ton of bricks, like, oh, this is from that dream. And then I look at the person I'm talking to and I go, oh, they're going to say this. 
and then they say it and then I go, I'm going to say this. And it was almost like an out of body experience. Like I was, it's like all the pieces were moving, but I didn't have control over anything. And then it just ended. It wasn't like monumental or super important to my life, but it happened. And, and I, and when things like that happen, I don't really know how to reconcile them. I just kind of like put it in an emotional bag and go on about my life. It's like, all right, that happened, whatever. I've got to live my life. But that is why I think I have such an interest in medium and psychics because these are people that whatever that thing is, they're embracing it to the point where some of them are making a living off of it, you know, and, and that confuses me even more because I, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's hard for me to really understand all of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I gotta say, you know, I'm, uh, I, I guess I'm feeling a lot more open-minded to the possibility that like spirits and ghosts are out there. Um, but I'm, I'm still feeling like quite skeptical on, on mediums and psychics. Um, and you know, obviously no disrespect at all to April or Teresa or any of the other mediums who've been on the podcast because they all seem like very genuine, uh, sincere people. But I would say for our audience, um, because I mean, JJ, you probably feel the same way. I could tell just from looking at April, she seemed pretty spent. Um, I think she's probably been uh, pretty big right now. So audience, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the last time we had April on. It was maybe like our 10th or 11th episode. I think it was pretty early on uh, because she did give more readings and stuff in those episodes and this one JJ and I didn't really want to push her in this episode because you need to respect you know uh people's wishes and and it was pretty right she and she tired. didn't come on to do a reading she came on yeah, exactly. to do an interview um so yeah, yeah her, for sure her, her style with us I think is um we get more of her personality and then if she feels anything while we're talking you know she'll she'll share that with us and I think whether you know mediums are are getting these things from like, uh, you know, from, from a spirit guide or some psychic intuition or whether they're just very intuitive people in terms of taking in observations and being able to infer generalities from those observations. Either way, it's a really incredible gift. I mean, we've had mediums on, on the show, including April, who have um, said some things that have like really shocked um, all of us and Kat, who, you know, isn't on that the episode tonight but it's typically here as well so yeah yeah you know it's, it's fascinating um, yeah and it's just for me the medium psychic thing it's it's one of the more fun things we do because if it was true that'd be pretty neat you know just so oh, like for sure like i grew up loving x-men as a kid i grew up with a yeah um the best and i always song. thought xavier was so cool and i was like yeah. how cool would that be to have some of those powers and it's also just fun to think of like this kind of underground society uh in our country that because all these psychics and mediums tell us like oh we meet together and we train together right. and i'm always a little blown away by that like oh okay i guess you guys take this serious <laughs> right well and you know that is another thing i i'd like to learn more about just kind of like the training out there to say we've opened pandora's box is a little silly but for us personally we have a little bit because i think we came oh, into it very Sure. skeptical and it's like every episode goes by and it's like anything that you're exposed to over and over again it just becomes a little more normal yeah um, and also just like in our 
uh, well, we don't get to see our friends as much anymore, but like all of our friends kind of know we do this podcast now too. So they'll say, Oh, you got to talk to so-and-so they've got this story and -and so-and-so's got this story and da da da. And it's, yeah, uh, I I think about when we first started and we thought like, Oh, maybe, you know, we can do this for a couple of months and then we'll probably run out of stories. Yeah. Uh, and we have not run out. They keep coming. So we're we're getting like 5,000 downloads a month and it's, you know, thank you to all the listeners out there who are downloading the episodes like you and subscribing yeah we really appreciate Uh, that and it's it's obvious that we're not alone in wanting to know if this is real or not yeah oh for sure because i think the one thing that does separate us because there are plenty of ghost podcasts and i'm sure some of our fans probably listen to all of them but i think the thing that separates us from the other ones is we're not here to tell you that these things are real. We're not here to try to sell you on go to this person. They're the real psychic or do this, you know, cause, cause we don't know. And it's not fair of us to just in the same vein. I don't think it's fair of any religious person in any specific religion to say they have the right one, because honestly, none yeah. of us really know what in that realm is real or not. And I think it's fine for people to believe what they want to believe. That's, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, you know, we're just here to try to learn and, and keep having on more people. And I'm, I, I hope that when the pandemic's over and if our podcast continues to grow, um, I would love to get to a point where we can travel a little bit and maybe interview people in front of audiences or, you know, really get out there and physically see some of these things versus just doing it over a mic. Uh, well, I mean, it'd still be over a microphone, but, but you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, because some of the crazier ones we get are via zoom or the phone or whatever. And it's harder for me to get a real vibe on things if I can't physically see the person, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, um, JJ, you got any, anything you want to, any, any, um, uplifting words you want to leave the audience with during this pandemic, just to put the pressure on you? (laughs) You know, I think, um, like I, I think what this show is all about as you know, you hinted at before is skepticism and open-mindedness, you know, be open-minded to other people's um, stories, how they uh, experience reality. Uh, Don't dismiss people right off the bat, but also like, you know, leave room for skepticism. And I think the same thing goes when it comes to uh, listening to, to advice on how to get by during this whole pandemic. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who, you know, we look to for uh, rules and regulations, like, uh, you know, our, our government, our, you know, local, state, national, uh, who are our authority figures. And we still need to be skeptical, but also open-minded of what they're saying. Do our research, yeah. you know, listen to our intuition, but also check the science. Yeah. And, and as people who love science that are skeptical, please, for the love of God, people listen to the scientist, (laughs) please, (laughs) please listen to the scientists, wear masks and gloves, do everything you can to protect yourself and your families. Well, with that, we do appreciate you guys listening to us. We're going to continue to bring you content during the pandemic. We're not going to slow down at all. We're so thankful to have resources like zoom and, and abilities to record remotely and it still sound good. Um, And we love you guys and keep listening to us and we'll keep putting out more content. We'll keep putting out more content for you all. Um, JJ, I hope you and Kat are doing well. And hopefully we'll get to see each other in person before too long. Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Real Hauntings. 
I'm, I'm JJ. Oh, we're we're changing up the order today. I'm JJ. Hold on, do that from the top. Do it again. <laughs> do, do it again. <laughs> No, this is how we're doing. Fine. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. This has been Real Hauntings. I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Noah Daniels. Ooh. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.